With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, hello. This is Kimberly Valley Pierre, and you are tuning in to the August 2016 Healthy Habits Q&A call, and I'm so glad you're here. So thanks for joining me. Um, Go ahead and share in the chat. I think, let's see, yeah, um, share in the chat, or Cheryl, you could speak. Um, Marion, your, your line's on unplugged, too, if you want to talk. But um, share in the chat, or if you're re-listening to this, just kind of think about it. Um, do you struggle with making healthy lunches for your kids or even yourself? And what about healthy snack options? Um, can you guys think about that? And if you want to talk, go ahead. Cheryl, you can go ahead if you want to, or Marion. Um, my computer's a little slow, so it might be a little delayed in the chat box, but I'll do the best that I can. <laughs> um, we are challenged at our house just because we have teenagers, so we we struggle with... Uh, Everybody wants to eat what they want to eat and teaching the, trying to teach them to make good choices. And then right now we're having my 15-year-old has a job in a grocery store and the other day walks out with two bags of potato chips, a jar of Nutella, and an apple fruit punch. <laughs> and she wow. borrows her own money and dealing with some depression issues and some other things. So it's kind of like you're not sticking the best stuff in your body. Yeah, and that's not helping, but then sitting there going, she's still a teenager. So we talked about it, and then she went, had two big glasses of soda at dinner with a friend, and then went to the movies and walked out with, I think it was a 48-ounce container of soda that was, she was on her second one of the day, but she didn't oh. sleep for a while at night. Well, gee, I wonder why when at 8 o'clock at night you have that much sugar. So it's helping to teach them, but going yet on the same time, they're teenagers, so... That's where we're at. I mean, once you get back to school, and I don't buy the crap. I don't buy it. So it's stuff sure. to get on the phone. Um, but then I feel like, okay, now it's cutting apart any kind of difference I'm trying to make in the family. I mean, I can feed you all the good stuff, but if you go buy all that chemical crap, you know, it doesn't help what I'm trying to do. So that's yeah. where we're at house in our life. At least you're getting it. Like, at least they can't just have that stuff at home, though. I mean, they have to seek it out and pay for it with their own money. And, you know, their bodies will talk to them about it too. So the fact that she couldn't sleep was one indicator of, oh, maybe that does affect me more than I thought it did. <laughs> uh, and Marianne put in the chat that she definitely struggles with lunch. So um, my daughter has been taking her lunch to school every day for probably the last two and a half years, like, very ever consistent. Like, last year, we only let her buy lunch um, two Fridays on pizza day, um, and that's because she had money left from the year before, and now she has no money in her lunch account. So 
we are seriously committed to having her have a healthy lunch and a good snack, um, more so than we've ever been. And part of the reason why, kind um, of think about this, like, do you know highly active, a highly active child that seems to have, like, an endless supply of energy, like the little Energizer bunnies just over there are constant? Um, the behavior of these children can be frustrating and confusing. So parents could fear that there's something wrong with their child. However, high levels of activity are typically, like, they're typical among kids. So almost every child is very active in certain situations. So some kids may fit the description more than others. These children don't necessarily have a disorder such as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD. It's also important to note that an inattentive child doesn't necessarily have attention deficit disorder or ADD. It's similar to ADHD, but it doesn't have the hyperactivity component. So in many cases, diet can be a factor in highly active children. So like in my personal opinion, um, I feel we've gotten very label happy, okay? So we may be trying to teach, like treat children that just have too much sugar in their diet and we're treating them like they have ADHD or ADD when all we really had to do is stop feeding them Fruit Loops or Corn Pops at breakfast. Um, it sounds kind of basic, and I don't want you to think that I'm just kind of, you know, throwing that out there, um, but there's a lot of concern about what we feed our kids and how they actually are able to perform in the classroom and go about their day um, and sleep at night. Like, Cheryl, your example was perfect, and it totally fits in this, whether you have, like, littler kids or grown kids or even ourselves. So linking sugar and other ingredients with very active behavior in children is a theory that began in the early 70s by Dr. Benjamin Feingold. So parents who perceive that their children become more active after consuming sugar-filled foods have since furthered his theory, okay? So if you think about for a minute how sugar affects you, like me personally, like, oh, I need to have some sugar. I have some sugar. I feel super awesome, and then in a half hour, I crash. Like, it's a low, and then what do you want? You want another fix. Well, it's the same for our kids. So we can really, truly help set them up well with giving them nutrients that will help them focus and stay on task while they're learning. So here's five ways um, that you can you can kind of control some of um, the sugar that are going into those that we feed, okay? So number one, swap out the sugar-covered cereal with something like some kind of an item that has five ingredients or less. Like you could go to oats. There's just oats in there and then whatever else you would add. And if you're going to stick to a cereal with five ingredients or less, you want to make sure that it has fewer and 10 grams of sugar in it, like added sugar. <laughs> um, when you pack a lunch, really focus on whole grains and fruits and veggies. Replace sugary drinks, soda, and juice with like plain water or like naturally sweetened water. Um, in some cases, milk. Um, 
just kind of depends on the person and the tolerance. Um, skip the ice cream and try to serve like homemade fruit sorbet or popsicles or even like frozen bananas. It can even be dipped like with a little dark chocolate. Um, they're a really great snack and when they're frozen like that, they're fun to eat. Um, you can switch out candy, cookies, and cakes with, you know, wholesome snacks and fruits like apples with a nut butter, peaches with plain yogurt, you know, crackers, whole grain or whole wheat crackers with cheese, um, something like that. And just for a review, because <laughs> I got schooled today, and you're going to see where in a minute, but um, how you can calculate your sugar consumption. I know we've maybe talked about this before, but it's always great for a refresher. Um, one small cube of sugar is equal to four grams. Now, I know most of us don't buy sugar cubes anymore, but that's how... You know, you can kind of think of like one of those little tiny square cubes of sugar is equal to four grams. So if you grab a box of cereal or some a juice box or some cookies or something, look at your fridge or your pantry. Not that any of you guys have those things in your fridge or pantry. But um, you can find out the amount of sugar in grams on the item and then you divide that number by four. And then... The number you see will be the amount of sugar cubes for one serving of that item or a teaspoon. Let's call it a teaspoon, right? So more, most often we consume more than one serving of sugar cubes, so it adds up pretty quickly. And using this method will allow you to see exactly how much sugar you or the, you know, the little people in your life um, are consuming on a daily basis. The American Heart Association recommends the amount of sugar calories you consume should not exceed half your discretionary calorie intake for the day. Now, these are your discretionary calories, okay? That is an extra amount of calories in your daily diet that could come from foods that have little nutritional value. So in terms of adults, this comes to about 25 grams or 6 teaspoons of sugar for an adult woman or 37 and a half or nine teaspoons of sugar for an adult male because there's, you know, the four calories for every one gram of sugar added. So I've never, ever looked at this for the calories or, you know, the number of grams of sugar for children. I've only always focused on men and women. Um, but then today for this chat, I'm like, oh, let's look into this a little bit further. And I was really shocked, you guys. For preschool age children that eat like between a 12 and a 1400 calorie diet, which is pretty normal, um, it translates into about 16.7 grams or four teaspoons per day. And then kids that are four to eight consume less than that at 12 and a half grams or three teaspoons a day because they have such a greater need for nutrition they have fewer discretionary calories in their daily diet. So for preteens and teenagers, they should be limiting their intake to between 21 and 33, being male and female, which is eight, five to eight teaspoons of sugar for an entire day, okay? So here's where it gets a little bit real. Um, I looked in our snack jar this morning, yes, this very day today, <laughs> And I'm about to be very transparent with you. Um, 
so I had in there some organic dye-free little gummy bears. And it's a seven-ounce package. That seven-ounce package has 13 grams of sugar or 3.25 teaspoons. My daughter is eight, and that would be considered over her daily allotment in just one little snack of gummy bears. So, you know, there's a huge health coach fail. I guess we won't be buying those anymore, okay? But then while we're at it, here's another thing that was in her lunch today. (laughs) She took a gluten-free natural peanut butter and jelly sandwich, okay? It had 13 grams of sugar or 3.25 grams of sugar over her complete daily allotment of calories again today, okay, (laughs) of sugar calories. So if you add those together, if those are two things in our lunch that seem pretty harmless, right, they're organic, it's gluten-free, it is natural peanut butter, and everything is like, you know, as clean as you would think it could be, that's six and a half teaspoons of sugar in her lunch with just one thing of gummy bears and a sandwich. And that doesn't include her snack that she had at 9.30 in the morning, okay? Um, so it's it's really eye-opening. It's eye-opening for me. So far this year, though, her favorite snack has been the caramel, almond, sea salt, nut, and spice kind bar. <laughs> so the one thing that's good about that, it's only got five grams of sugar. So that's 1.25 teaspoons. So she could still keep having that for her snack, but I'm going to have to adjust her lunch a little bit um, so that she's only having like one processed food between the time she's getting to school and coming home because then she has an after-school care thing and who knows what they give them there. So I don't have control over that. So I'm trying to control what I can. So some other things that we pack for lunch, um, Kylie's never been like a real sandwich person. Like this is the first time she's ever really asked to have peanut butter and jelly. Um, But lots of times she'll take hard-boiled eggs, mandarin oranges, cucumber slices, cherry tomatoes. Um, Sometimes she'll take apples with almond butter or seaweed snacks an organic soy yogurt, but there's another one where you got to watch the sugar. Um, chia pudding, or I'll make homemade soup, and we have, like, a, a thermos that keeps things hot, um, and she'll take that with some whole grain crackers and fresh fruit and celery sticks, okay? So the biggest thing about my little chat for us this, today is just kind of to raise the awareness of what's going into it. And Cheryl, this might be a good chat for your, you know, your daughter to listen to. She's going to hear me say that, but, (laughs) um, but just, you know, it's just another person kind of chiming in, um, based on, you know, information that's out there. So I just wanted to kind of raise your awareness because I surprised myself and, um, I'm not typically surprised. I thought I was doing a halfway good job, (laughs) so um, I definitely had some work to do, but I did write a blog post, a guest blog post on um, a site last week, and you guys can check it out. I'll put it in the chat, and I'll put it in the follow-up notes, Um, but they were like, 
healthy go-to snacks that wouldn't spoil dinner. And so some of our snacks are frozen grapes. Um, there's Right now is in season here are these grapes that taste like cotton candy. Um, they're only available this time of year for maybe three weeks or so. Um, but regular grapes are great too, but just come home, rinse them, throw them in like little um, sandwich bags and serving sizes and put them in the freezer and then you can grab them. Uh, we make kale chips. We do um, cheese sticks like mozzarella cheese sticks with some crackers. Uh, I keep trail mix around, uh, homemade applesauce, um, homemade popcorn, uh, which is really fun. She loves popcorn. Um, it literally takes five minutes on the stove. Ants on a log, which is like celery and either peanut butter or cream cheese and some little raisins. Uh, we'll do fruit smoothies, and I usually give her a little bit of extra protein in there um, with protein powder, chia seeds, or hemp. Hemp, hemp goes in there. Um, hummus with carrots, like banana slices with peanut butter and maybe two or three mini chocolate chips just so she feels like it's more of a treat. Um, Greek yogurt, again, watch the sugars there. Um, if you can do plain and add your own fruit, it's sometimes, you know, you can kind of, even if you put like a dab of honey in there, you're doing yourself a favor versus buying a sweetened yogurt. Um, <clears throat> we do roasted chickpeas. I actually found another brand that is just chickpeas and sea salt um, that, you know, you can, and they're out there. You can get those um, without any added sugar in them. So. Yeah, so here's Mary, and she says, bottom line, clean foods can still have way too much sugar, and that is so for sure. So um, last week, you guys, I know if you follow me, you saw my daughter turned eight, and she, I was testing gluten-free cake all week, trying to make one that tasted good and wouldn't be gritty, and in the process of that, we tried a lot of cake, and then we made a cake, and then half the cake got eaten at the party and then there was more cake left over. So detoxing from cake this week has not been fun, um, but the party was great. <laughs> so um, the things we do for the ones that we love. Um, but do you guys have questions about creating healthy lunches and snacks or what, like, one thing from um, what I shared with you, like, stood out or impacted you? And Cheryl, if you want to talk, you're free to do so. All right. Um, does anyone have questions today, either about sugar or lunches or anything else? Um, that they want to get some info on. And Marion says, thanks for the guidelines of number of grams for each day. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, it's so easy to kind of forget, but the, I mean, the the amount that kids, like elementary, you know, kids should have is so low. And I know, like, yesterday, like, for instance, and I know, like, my I've just used my daughter because I know these things, but 
I'm sure this happens all the time, is that Kylie helped the teacher yesterday put stack the chairs and do something else for her, and the teacher rewarded her with Smarties, which are just sugar. So, you know, there's those little things that they just have like a pack of Smarties. Now, I'm not sure how much sugar is in there, but it's just sugar and whatever it is that makes it form into those little circles. So, um, you know, so you could be over your allotment so easily with just a couple packages of Smarties. So it's just kind of nice to, from time to time to just kind of think about, okay, so how much is in here and what am I getting? And I'm not talking, you know, just natural sugars that you get from fruit and vegetables and things like that, like just with the additional stuff that we're adding in um, is where it kind of gets crazy. So any questions, you guys? We have lots of time left if you have questions. But I think it's we're, we've tried doing more of, I don't have a whole lot of time to create and bake and all that kind of thing. And now with having two teen girls, it's kind of fun for them to find a recipe online and go, hey, mom, what do you think of this one? And we can look at it and kind of talk about what's the ingredients and, you know, that kind of thing and find out, hey, this looks like a really good one. Why don't you why don't you make this and then they can kind of just kind of run with it and create their own and then we kind of wrap them up in you know like saran wrap throw them in the freezer and then they just pull them out when they need them for their lunch so we've done some granola bars that way or my 13 year old has become like a granola pro she's done a really good job of um, she's kind of taken over the granola making job and really doing a great job with it and that kind of get, empowers them too to kind of think things through. No, I think that's great. That's really great. You know, and getting creative with sweeteners versus using, you know, white sugar. Um, you know, that was part of the like cake baking process too. Is like, okay, so how much coconut sugar can I get away with in this? And how much of it has to be turbinado, you know, um, to try to get like the right mix so that people that, don't eat like us still could enjoy the cake also. <laughs> so, uh, and Marion says, are you, am I able to supply her classroom with rewards that aren't over the top and wouldn't cost the arm and a leg? I can check with the teacher. We had parent-teacher night last night, and they used to have parents donate snacks for, like, kids that might have forgotten their snack that day. Um and now, because there's so many different food allergies, they have to be super careful with it. Um, her room, per se, doesn't have a peanut allergy, but in third grade, we're big third grader, um, they actually switch. They're going to be switching for reading and math. So they have to have, like, a peanut-free area for the kids that will be coming in and out of the room. Um, and so she said they've kind of done away, like, if you didn't bring a snack, then you don't get to have a snack. You'll have to wait till lunch because of all the allergy issues. Um, but as far as, like, reward, that might be a different story. So maybe I could pick up some something um, that would be good for that. Thanks for that idea, Marianne. <laughs>
All right. So what else is out there? What else can I help you with? Our, um, so you can make a note. Our um, next call I have scheduled for September 16th. Um, and we are going to talk a little bit about, well, not just a little bit, but we're going to kind of cover cravings um, on our next call. Not necessarily just sugar, but cravings in general. So um, that's what will be going on then. And Marion says she's stress eating big time. So, Marion, it might be ready. We might be ready for another 10-day detox, huh? <laughs> Oh, well, try, um, Mary, and think back and do, like, your breathing exercises. And the weather's been kind of nice, so maybe you could take, like, just a little walk. <laughs> walk around the yard, <laughs> around the block or something. Um, but, yeah, I've been seriously thinking about doing another 10-day sugar detox. So maybe we can get that started. Um <clears throat> and get everybody on board and in gear. Uh, since the last time we met last month, I did do like a seven-day juice fast, and that was awesome. I loved it. Um, but then I was easily swept away back into the world that we live in <laughs> and not getting my uh, daily juices in. I think about it. I prep for it, and then I'm like, huh. I'm just going to have this water and then I'll end up having a pretzel or something. (laughs) So the struggle is real, you all. The struggle is real. (laughs) All right. Anything else before I let you guys go? All right. Well, Cheryl, I hope you have a good day. Um, Enjoy those last few days of summer. And uh, I'll be cheering you on as you're going back to school. (laughs) (laughs) And have a great scavenger hunt and anniversary celebration for the, the florist. I love that. Thank you, dear. Appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate you, too. And thanks, Marion. I will see you soon, my dear lady. All right. Have a great day. And let me know any questions that might come up later on, like once we hang up, um, just over on the Facebook page. And I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.